Hi, welcome to Table Read, the show where I, Aloni, armed with the power of pure cringe, painstakingly craft stories for a vast, indifferent, and judgmental internet. Look away now before you die of secondhand embarrassment. This week, I read the sequel to The Legend of Korra, Avatar on Tour. You have been warned. water, air, earth. Not long ago, the world was changed forever. The age of the Avatar ended. The last Avatar, Korra, master of all four elements, fought many battles and changed the world for the better, fighting terrorists, ending the Water Tribe Civil War, bringing back the spirits and the airbenders, and stopping the Earth Empire in its tracks. But after years of fighting, her story ended. In her last years, she was afraid, worried after all that had happened to her there would never be another Avatar. After she died, the world accepted that the Avatar was gone, that the spirits live amongst us, that the nations of the world have changed, the world has grown, technology has changed everything. Bending isn't as common in public, and people are beginning to forget the old ways. Interior Earth Home Day. Men in black armor kick the stone door down, bending it to their will. A man and woman in green earthbending clothes hide their child under his bed. With fear in her eyes, his mother holds back her tears. Stay with your father. I'll be right back. As she leaves the room, Jan is terrified. His father packing supplies into a bag. We know he's here. We know you're hiding him. I don't know what you're talking about. The Black Lotus have heard from several witnesses. Your son can bend multiple elements. That's ridiculous. Only the Avatar can do that. And everyone knows Korra was the last Avatar. Search the house. Four men in armor enter from all sides of the house, each bending a different element as they destroy the furniture. An earthbender crushes a table. A firebender heats a vase until it explodes. A waterbender slices through the hinges of a door as it falls to the ground. As their leader walks into the house, he begins to float on the air itself, using his fists to smash the stone walls, letting out pressure so strong the stone snaps apart. Interior Jan's room. We need to run. There's some bad men coming after us. We need to leave. What about mom? As Jan's father holds back his anger, she'll be right behind us. Jan's dad puts a backpack on his son's back. This should last you a while. You have to find your uncle. As his father finishes speaking, air bursts through the room, knocking his father to the ground. A man in black armor swirls air around his fists and punches Jan's father, knocking him into the wall. Run! Jan stands in shock as his father is forced to the ground by a wave of air. Another man in black armor stands in front of Jan, surrounded by water and ice, ready to strike. Suddenly, the stone floor beneath the waterbender lifts and encases his feet, holding him in place. Jan's mother stands, pointing at the ground in a martial arts pose. Run! Get out of here! Jan runs as fast as he can. The sounds of fire, water, and earth combine as the house explodes from the inside, turning into nothing but superheated rubble. A title appears, Avatar on Tour, 18 years later.
Interior Fire Dojo, Day. Seko, age 20, stands in a firebending pose, watching a class of students from above them. He goes through the poses, centering himself, matching his movements to the others. Fire begins to surround the students as they move, but Seko is unaffected by his poses. As the students control fire of various colors, he controls nothing. <sighs> he breathes deeply, moving the heat within his body. As the students finish their forms, they lit out a line of beautiful fire. Above them, Seko does the same movements, but at the end of his set, he lets out a blast of steam, superheated wind, revealing that he himself is an airbender. You're getting good. I'm getting sloppy. Dad would never approve. You're fine. Stop with all the brooding. We gotta go. Fine. Exterior, Fire Nation streets, day. Jan and his brother Seko walk an empty street. As they walk together, 70s-style cars with a steampunk twist drive by. The two of them are carrying large black cases as they walk down the street. So where are you dragging me today? It's a surprise. What aren't you telling me? If I told you, you wouldn't have come. Wait, are you... Before he finishes, he is cut off by a girl shouting, Over here, idiots! Jan whispers to his brother, Don't blow this! She's got connections! Seko breaks his stoic demeanor and seems nervous. I'll be fine. I can handle it. Why didn't you warn me she'd be here? Did you actually get us in? Yeah, don't lose it. Hey, sorry we're late. It's fine. I got plenty of time. It's not like this is your last chance or anything. Interior, small stage. Jan, Seko, and Anya are standing on a stage together, each wielding a different instrument. Jan is holding an electric guitar with a green finish. Seko is holding an electric iru with a white finish. Anya is sitting behind the drums with a red drum skin. Seko, don't blow this. I really had to put myself on the line for the two of you. Don't worry, you can do this. Why didn't you tell me? We could have practiced. Just do it, we got this. A man walks up and looks to Anya. Are these the famous Ando brothers? Yep. They're like 20. Trust me, they are the best musicians I know. Let's see what you got. Play something light. Seko and Jan play some music together, but they are cut off. No, 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 no. I don't think Flamio's Bar and Grill is really the best place for you. But we didn't even finish. Sorry, but I was told you were famous musicians, not kids playing off the street. But please leave. And Anya, you lied to me. I didn't lie. You said, and I quote, I know some world famous musicians and they're brothers. Everyone loves them, and if you let them play, I bet my job as assistant custodian that they will bring in hundreds of customers. I don't think any of that was a lie. Exterior Fire Nation Streets, day. Jan, Seko, and Anya exit Flamio's as a drum kit hits the ground. Well, I, I quit. No, you're fired. Seko stands, walking away. Thanks for wasting my time again. I told you... We suck. Jan grabs his brother's shoulder and looks him in the eye. We're going to change the world. I can feel it. We're destined for greatness. I promise you, one day, we're going to play a stage in Spirit City. No, we're not. This is stupid. I'm going to take over the dojo, and you two are going to be unemployed losers living in my attic. Um, I'm going to live in the attic. Jan seems more like a gutter guy. As the three bandmates argue, something is happening down the street. Tak, a 21-year-old androgynous waterbender, stands in between four firebenders 
who seem very angry, throwing trash at them. Go back to the ocean, puddle pusher. Tox stands cool, calm, and collected, unaffected by the firebender's harsh words. But in their eyes, you can see a hint of anger. Can I pass? No, you can't pass. Get your icy ass out of town. As Tok is about to respond, Jan yells, What's the problem here? This waterbender thinks they can walk on our streets. Uh, they can? It's a crosswalk. Tok looks at the two of them. I can handle this. You are in my way. Can I please pass? I need to be somewhere. No! Are you going to do something about it? The firebender shoves Tok. He can't talk to you like that. Smack him across the face. The firebender moves their face in front of Tok, taunting them. Well, are you going to hit me? Come on, do it. (sighs) I really don't want to deal with this today. I have somewhere to be. The firebender takes the small case Tok was holding and throws it to one of their stooges. If you want it back, you're going to have to make me. Jan, Seko, and Anya walk closer to the group. Why don't you fight back? Tok snaps. I can't. I'm not from here. If I do something stupid, then I could get sent back. I don't want that. This pleasant fellow is trying to anger me. Seko steps in. Why are you all doing this? Waterbenders are our natural enemy. It's our job to get them kicked out. Where did you hear that? It's all over the Varicnet. We need to separate benders from each other. The elements don't mix. That's complete moose lion shit. I'm an airbender. My brother is an earthbender. Our parents are firebenders. We have a right to be here. The firebenders seem angrier. You're exactly what's wrong with today. Firebenders adopting other benders from overseas. It's disgusting. As they yell out, a blast of fire shoots directly at Tok. Instinctually, Jan steps in front of them and blocks the blast with a stone wall filling the length of the street. All the firebenders begin to attack the group, shooting fire of different colors directly at them. Seko closes his eyes and breathes as time slows down. The jets of fire are moving from all directions straight for them. He steps, using a similar form to earlier, letting out a blast of steam that redirects the fire back at them, causing a shockwave that knocks Tak over. As the firebenders fall over, he pushes wind directly at them, pushing them into a wall. Did that airbender just firebend? The firebenders begin to break their ranks and run, screaming, Avatar! They'll destroy all of us! Jan begins laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> Yeah, run. It's the big scary avatar. The Ando brothers will take you down. Seko looks at the stone wall between him and his brother. Don't humor them. Everyone knows the avatar's dead. Steam beats fire. Simple. Jan helps Tak up from the ground. They stare into each other's eyes for a second. Oh, oh, thanks. I didn't need help, but thanks. Where's my bag? Jan walks over to the side of the road and finds the bag. It's right here. As he goes to pick it up, the leader of the firebender shoots lightning directly at his chest. Jan, in shock, holds out his hand and the lightning enters it. In complete shock, he falls to the ground, holding in all of the energy, contorting. Tak walks over to help him. As they grab his shoulder, a bolt of lightning shoots from Jan's fingertips into the sky. For a brief second, his eyes glow. Tak steps back, terrified. The firebender sees this insane act and runs. They really are avatars. Jan comes out of his shock, looks to Tok, and says, What's wrong? Ugh. 
What's wrong? I guess he missed me? Shrugging off the attack. Tok looks at him for a moment and down at the bag. Yeah, that was, uh, that was close. Thanks for getting my bag. Tok opens the bag, revealing a cyan base in perfect condition with a waterbending logo printed on the side. Oh, shit! Were you about to do a gig? No, I have to call my parents back home. I was going to the phone station. Oh, you don't have to do that. We have a phone at our house. You have a phone at your house? Are you rich? No, we live in a dojo. Jan collapses the wall between them and the others. <sighs> what just happened? I saw lightning. Tak and Jan pause, waiting to see how the other respond. Yeah, that guy shot in the air, trying to scare us. But don't worry, he ran off. Anya walks up. I could have blocked that if you didn't put up a wall across the entire street, stupid. As she says this, the group noticed that the entire street is ruined, completely destroyed by the earthbending Jan created. Sirens lit out as the group all look at one another. Seko wants to stay, but the rest want to run. Jan, Tak, and Anya all run away. Seko stands still for a moment, staring at the massive damage they caused. He knows that he should take responsibility, but he doesn't know what will happen to the others if he is arrested. He looks toward the sirens and back at the others, running. He chases after them. As they all leave, a Fire Nation police car pulls into the road. Two grizzled detectives exit the car. What happened here? It looks like another fight. It's been happening a lot lately. There's earthbending. That narrows it down. Is anybody out there? Is everyone all right? The two detectives case the area. One of them walks up to a shadowy figure. Did you see anything? There is a pause. The leader of the firebenders speaks out. I've seen things you wouldn't believe. Meanwhile, across town, the band arrives at the dojo. Exterior, fire dojo, day. Our phone's in the back. Thanks. Phones are so expensive at the station. Tak walks up to the rotary phone on a small wooden desk and begins to dial. Hey, it's Tak. Can you hear me? Hi, Tak. You wouldn't believe the day I've had. Tak's mom seems sad. You need to come home. Tak's smile fades. What's wrong? I'm supposed to be here for six more months. You told me I had six months before I had to enlist. That was the deal. Things have changed. You're... Your uncle died. Tak drops the phone in shock. Outside of the room, Seko stands next to Anya. So, that was crazy, right? Not any crazier than the usual stuff I've seen. I mean, you haven't seen an airbender blast back fire before, huh? It was okay. I wish I got to fight. Maybe next time. There is a silent, awkward pause. Yeah, yeah. The sound of a large engine fills the room as a van swerves into the driveway. Jumping out of the van is a man with a smile on his face. He grabs a box from the back of the van, runs up to the front door, and kicks it open. Jan and Seko's uncle enters the dojo. Hey, I got insane news. Where is Jan? Jan walks into the room. What's up, Uncle Cho? You got mail. Cho throws a letter into Jan's arms and leaves the room to bring bags outside. Seko walks up. What is it? A bill or something? Jan inspects the letter. On the front, it reads, Pai Cho Publishing. I didn't talk to Pai Cho. On the seal of the letter is a white lotus logo. Jan opens the letter. As he reads it, he is filled with with shock and awe. This can't be true. Is this real? Jan and Seko's aunt enters through the front door. It's definitely real. I sent out a bunch of your guys' music. Wait, what's going on? Seko grabs the letter. Kimi Ando, thank you for sending us a sample of the Ando Brothers music. We are happy to inform you that an all-expensive paid tour through the Earth Republic has been planned. Anya, shocked, pulls the letter from Seko. All venues have been notified. Inside is a map of the tour route as well as six passes for the band, and any stagehands you have. We look forward to seeing you. The three friends jump in each other's arms, screaming, excited that they finally get their big break. Oh 
my fire lord. We did it. We finally did it. Thank you so much, Aunt Kimmy. Kimmy looks back while her husband Cho carries large boxes into the car. Don't thank me. We're coming with. What? They sent extra tickets. Plus, you three need chaperones. This is insane. Is dad coming? No, he needs to watch the dojo. But don't worry, the best roadie in the world is coming. Cho and the dragon. Cho looks out at a rusty old van. The dragon, the greatest machine in the world. The van he refers to as the dragon lets out a massive cloud of black smog. How is the dragon going across the ocean? It's not exactly a real dragon. Vans don't fit on planes. No planes. The tickets are for the barge. Kimmy puts a map into Jan's hands as the band looks at it. Cho explains. We take the barge to Republic City docks. Maybe check out Air Temple Island. See the sights. Live the high life. It'll be just like the honeymoon we never had. I'm so excited. Cho, don't forget the bags. Cho heads up the stairs to get more bags. We're gonna see the city. You have to play a stage there. Then we drive through the Earth Republic. We get to see all the little towns and cities all over it. Isn't that kind of dangerous? Cho drops a massive bag down the stairs. Be careful, Cho. Yes, ma'am. It'll be fine. Sure, the Republic isn't what it used to be, but the course is great. Anya's dad checked it out. Wait, who else knows about this trip? Everybody. She couldn't help herself. Everybody's really happy for us. A new honeymoon, traveling the countryside. Did you know there are roads in the Republic where you can drive almost 60 knots per hour? The dragon is gonna fly, baby. I told you, Seko. We're meant for great things. We're gonna change the world. Republic City, here we come. The sound of a barge sounds as the band stands in front of the dragon, filled to the brim with bags. Dozens of bags strapped to the ceiling of the van, all the way to the sky. Sir, you can't have that much luggage. It's fine. The barge can handle it. It's a boat. Boats float. As he says this, the barge sinks slightly and creaks. The guard looks at him as they argue. Jan, Seko, and Anya stare at the barge. Tak runs up. Wait, what are you doing here? I have to go back to the Water Nation. This is the only barge out of town today. Seko looks at Tak, then at his brother. Don't do it. Don't do it, Jan. Jan looks at Seko and smiles. So, you play bass, right? Yeah. Well, we're about to go on a tour through the Earth Republic. No, Jan. Do you want to join our band? Tak is shocked for a moment. They look at their bass. I'm supposed to head straight there. The barge lets out at Republic City, and I'm supposed to get on a ship there. Anya steps over. We're headed to the North Bay. How are you going to get there? Cho and Kimmy are fighting with the guards as they try to remove some of the bags from the dragon. In that van? Those are our aunt and uncle. I'm really not supposed to change the plan? Seko agrees with Tak. Yeah, they can't join. They have a life? Jan looks at Anya, hoping she can help convince them. If you come with us, we have an extra ticket for the North Bay. If you went on tour with us, you could actually get home earlier. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But you haven't even heard me play. That's fine. We can play with anyone. Seko looks annoyed. <sighs> He's just scared you'll cramp his style. He doesn't really like change. So what do you say? Tour across the largest nation in the world? Tak thinks to themselves for a moment. I'm in. <laughs> Meanwhile, across the sea, deep in the Earth Republic, a man in black armor is holding a folder. He walks through a stone building where soldiers in black lotus armor salute him. He drops documents on a table. The documents have photos of Seko bending and the group fighting the firebenders. 
Do you really think it's the Avatar? A man in the same armor from the start of the episode, the airbender who led the troops, speaks out loud. I've seen him before. The end. Well, you're still here, huh? Well, thanks. Thanks for listening to that. Bye.